everybody. Welcome to episode number eight two of From the Jingweeds. We're getting closer and closer to that hundred mark, and then we're gonna shut it all down and quit forever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No, we're not. Dan, what's going on on a beautiful Friday afternoon? Let's hope that no more frost, because I fucking can't stand frost delays, even though all 12 that we deal with, maybe, maybe 12, 15 yeah, a lot. They come in bunches, right? Yeah, and they come in just these blocks, and you're just real tired of it. So uh, we're done with that, hopefully. Did you have one this morning? Uh, no delay, cart path only, just because six and seven yeah. in the long grass. It was all just really the areas where I know they're going to enter the fairway. Yeah. So uh, I kept it off till nine o'clock, and it's... My Bermuda rough, tons of frost, nothing on the ryegrass this morning. Uh, so I just did the same thing, car path only until 9.30 and just let them roll. Um, did you run water last night? Nope. Okay. I so, haven't run water and through, since well before Christmas. Yeah, last night was the first night um, I did since before Christmas. And the only reason why I did it last night, and I ran it at like 40% or 30%, yeah, 40%, which... Running off of ET was still like I mean some of the heads you could see on the car yeah. path they only made it halfway <laughs> they didn't even yeah. go right the only reason why I did it is because I knew being tomorrow Saturday we're going to be half crew I don't need to go in yeah. to a couple stuck heads because the system hasn't run in forever so I yeah. told Javier I was like hey run water tonight just so on Saturday which I knew today was going to be warmer we're probably for sure going to have to run it. Um, I said, I'm running this shit just so I don't have to deal with it Saturday morning when I'm here. Also trying to do other things. But uh, everything shut down perfectly fine. So tomorrow morning, uh, actually Sunday, because I'm going to not run anything tonight, uh, run it sun, uh, Saturday night. It will probably be seven or eight stuck heads because I'm there by myself. Yeah, you right. know, and it's going to be tits. Uh, what else is going on on the golf course, that is? Sam, I'm, I'm running, I am going to run some water on the greens tonight. Just because we sprayed the greens, with, we got wedding agent on it, so we're gonna run that. And then I've got to run just some water, cause so we got Epcor now, and we're the only we're only like the holding capacity for their fluid. And so for three times this week, they've overflowed the lake on eighteen oh. with quail. And it's like the first time on Monday or Tuesday when it was overflowing, it was like, "Hey, dudes, you got to shut the water off." And they're like, "Well, nobody's using water." It's like, "Yeah, no shit, dude," because they had just bought it recently. It's like, no shit, dude. Uh, it rained. Like, we've had over, I don't know, like an inch and a half of rain or whatever, two and a half inches of rain. We don't need to irrigate. So, like, it was just running down 16, all, all the way down to, like, that's 16 quail across the road, all the way down to four white wing and then across to five T. So, like, I don't know if you, it's hard to imagine thinking about it. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I can understand way. it, but it's a long fucking way. It ran all day yesterday. So, all here day. So I am. calls as a... all day. Hey, Dan, you got a leak on 16. It's like. That's the lake. You know what I mean? It's, and it's just the lake overflowing. I got and it's no control. not my fault. Yep, right. I got no control over it. So I, as a groundwater user here in Arizona and probably everywhere in the world sooner or later, is, you know, we're going to end up getting water cut and our allotments cut and then guys that are running city water and everything else. And there's Dan Cutler down in Rio Verde being forced to use it just because it's reclaimed and we got to get rid of it. And we're the only holding. Right, and you're the only holding tank. That's, you know, Fire Rock back in the day, before that place was even built as a golf course, it was a place where affluent water was basically yeah. wasted. And out in the middle of the desert, they threw irrigation heads everywhere, and you could see water running out in the desert. And still today, he has two lakes on the golf course that are just simply holding tanks. Are they? For refluent water. The one's on, I think, Fort, yeah, the one on oh. 15. 
And I forget where the other one is. But regardless, well, it's funny. Is, it's just funny that here you are being now forced to well, use. Of course, asking us to use an acre foot a day of water. And they're going to rebate us for it. They're going to pay us to use it because they got nowhere to put it. So where the fuck can you in? I don't know. I don't. I was like, I told my GM, I was like, it's it's an acre foot over two golf courses, so not really that hard to spread it out. But still, like, it's in really good. It's playing really good now. The rough. There's still areas in the rough that are soaking wet from. It hasn't rained since what last Friday over a week. Yeah. And it's like I don't want it to get back to a muck hole just because. And you will because you you complain about it that you know your soils are so bad that no matter what water situation you run. You can't run enough, and then all of a sudden, at other times of the year, you can bear, you know, you barely turn them on, and next thing, it's a mud hole. Yep. Uh, it's fucking, it's wild. This fuck this water thing. That's it. AstroTurf all over the whole place, and we won't even have to deal with it. Let's do it. Sweet. Hey, uh, let's jump into this beer thing real quick because I right. wanted to open it and take a sip, and you said Hold on. no. So hold on. So let's just cover this right off. I the saw bat. this fucking thing at the store, and it. I was like, you know what? We all we do is like IPAs or, I guess, the occasional stout or hazy. Let's fucking send something that we normally wouldn't drink. And maybe it's good, maybe it's not, but it's definitely gonna be different. And that's exactly what the fuck this thing is. I won't even comment until you. I've already taken my first sip. Let's see what you got. <laughs> I think it's terrible. <laughs> So, this it is t- why it's it, too it, sweet for me. It's funny, and it tastes just like its name to me. It tastes like, like so. It's the Oliphant Brewing Company, and it's the Honey's Honey's Peanut Butter and Honey Golden Ale, right? So Pizza Port makes that Honey Ale, the Golden. Yeah, it's really fucking really good. good. I was like, yeah, maybe the peanut butter and honey is decent. Just something that is not for me. <laughs> yeah. That is not for me. It's, uh, I don't know. It's Let just too sweet. Way too sweet for me. It, you know what? If you like peanut butter and honey and you like sweet beers, you'll you probably like this thing. I don't know. I love peanut butter and honey sandwiches, and okay. I'm going to go. Struggling. Yeah, I would. It's not very good. It's not awful, though. I mean, it, it, it tastes, it's just like the Hatch Chili beer. It tastes like honey and peanut butter. Yeah, I don't think I want more than just this one. I don't even want 16 ounces of it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> the, the can's pretty sick. Yeah, the can's cool. I mean, yeah. they put all their work into that. I don't I, know. I, I was just trying to mix it up because it seems like the same thing, right? IPAs all the time. Pale ales. I so, thought I'd try the golden, and I don't know. I'm going to continue to branch, though. Oliphant Brewing Company. But I regret this purchase. In Somerset, Wisconsin can't wait to try another one of your beers one of your normal ones i guess we're gonna go get a hazy <laughs> you know or a nice ipa from them and really judge them i mean the can's badass yeah it I don't is even know how you describe it it's it looks uh, like outer space and a little out of space and a piece and a, a peanut skull, butter sandwich an octopus skull frying up thing, an octopus frying up a peanut butter jelly sandwich i don't know who designed that thing but funny shit floating Jesus. through the sky just a chair and a cat. A one-eyed cat with a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so just a cat, sir. True that. Yeah, not the best beer that we've had. I'm glad we got the uh, rest again, of the podcast to drink this thing. Because it might but- take us the whole time. <laughs> if you like peanut butter and honey, send it. Mm-hmm. 
It might be right up your and alley. Super sweet beer. Yikes! This is too sweet for me. Yeah. So uh, back to this frost thing. Uh, this kind of came up with a conversation a little bit with Peter. You know, we ran into. We were going to record the podcast late on Sunday because he was going to have a frost delay on Sunday morning. So he brought his crew in at 7.30. And when Peter shows up, there ain't fucking any frost. But he's got tea times now at 8.15. Yeah, but... Correct. No frost. He planned on it. My point of all of this is we talked about... Who saw the frost? Who saw the lack of frost? Peter. So Peter could just tell the pro shop there's frost. Right, but there's none. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's his mistake, not his mistake. Weather says, and what we had, yes, it is going to be frosty. The point of the whole conversation was, and I said to him, I was like, that's why we're A, not weathermen, uh-huh. and two, you just don't know. Because there's so many parameters. Well, Are this, there things? Same thing Friday, that last Friday. Remember, there was like a 90% chance starting at 2 a.m. Yeah. on a Friday. And it was like, do I even bring the guys in? Because that's a long fucking drive. Yep. And then I got up. I we pay them two hours mm-hmm. if we send them home. Yeah. So that's a fucking hike out there. Yep. And I don't at five in the morning just to be like, eh, thanks for coming. Yep. See you later. It was like, do I just cancel it? Well, thank God. Yeah. It's it's always well. What if it doesn't rain? You know what I mean? What if so it doesn't like, frost? What if it doesn't frost? So we bring the guys in. And sure as shit, it didn't rain. We got everything mowed. Yeah, same as us. It, yep. I think it didn't even start till seven at night, right? Uh, yeah, Friday. we had some sprinkles. I had told the, the place was so sopping wet. From I had Christmas told the guys, thing, I said, listen, it's if it starts at all, you know, a sprinkle here and there, fine. But if it starts getting going at all for yeah. longer than fifteen minutes, we got to stop everything because it's not going to go anywhere. Truth be told, I kind of had a couple extra beers Thursday night, thinking Friday's <laughs> going to be an easy day. Yeah, right? exactly. We're going to go in. We're going to check the rain. Send the boys home. I'm going to go work out. Yeah, and then because I've said it before, working here is different than in the Midwest. It's like in the Midwest, yeah, you grind through the summer, so you're there more hours. You're there till five thirty or yeah. four thirty, five thirty, watering greens. Because in the winter you're it's you might be under snow, so you got the day you got months of just sitting in the shop and yeah tinkering yeah just, just being out early you know or whatever taking a longer lunch. Here it's 365 days, so if we get a rain day, the summer suck and the winter's fucking summer. We're grinding all summer long, airifying all those projects, and then the winter it's growing ryegrass and manicure and all that shit. There's never never a time to take a breath. There's not right. that three or four month stretch. And this isn't a stab at the Colorado guys that blew no. out the irrigation systems in like mid-October because that's typically the plan that but never a got a fucking summer. piece of rain. But you might until... have to work 90 hours in the summer. No, my point is, they, yeah. dude, they're working 90 hours right now. They're driving around with spray rigs filled with water, watering their greens because the irrigation system's yeah. blown up. That's my point is what yeah. I'm saying is this isn't a stab at those guys <laughs> that get to fucking sit back. But yeah. that's their typical their usual team. year. Is it starting to do now? A lot of them are buried in snow, but so for a while there, the I saw a lot of stuff yeah. on Twitter. Was these guys filling up fucking spray rigs and going out there? Yeah, I Any never have. So, well, we did at one point, but that was only because of a, another issue. Yeah. Oh, I remember filling up that the two hundred gallon tank and driving it around. And fucking with that little hose, barely yeah. any pressure, just trying to... Trying to give it some moisture fuck. or at least cool it down until you made it back around again. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and you can't drive across it because goodbye tires, tire it's, tracks. It's still cold, but the wind's been whipping and there's no sun, there's no snow cover. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's sucking the moisture out That's of the That's what a lot of them are dealing with. Yeah. 
my whole point is now so if we get a rain day it's like that's the day where it's like all right boys let's yeah let's get out of here let's hit the reset you know what i mean yeah they weren't they weren't that pumped i had one of them uh had to leave with coven on fr- he came in that friday and uh we looked at him and he was, didn't look so good and he's like nah i'll i'll go mow we'll see how i feel after i'm done mowing you know the fairways and two hours later it was like i gotta go so we're like yeah you might as well go get tested and sure shit but uh so back to the frost do you have a kind of plan or is it you know what do you go by that internally or to you and your assistants you because you're always trying to plan that this is what we're going to do and then when it frosts tomorrow this is what we can do you know as far as side jobs second jobs but when you come in in the morning and it's that weird in between like this morning yeah kind of this morning what are you looking at that decides that you can almost now predict it by what you've watched on your property is it a temperature when you wheel in yeah okay it's like this morning it was like i think 44 when i turned it's set. Okay. So I am automatically assuming that everything on that east side of Forest Road is going to have frost. So when I you know. hit so the it's t- like we either start the guys on like one, two, and then seven forward. Okay. And then come back. Or we hit those holes first before the frost. Okay. Yeah. Like this morning we were through the holes first, which is why we didn't have to uh, delay. Like yeah. if we hadn't hit those holes before the frost came, we would have had a delay because those holes would have been frost. Right. Uh, do you hit your weather station and kind of do things off of that, like the the temperature again? Or is it, where am I going with this? I ride in, I get to the top of King Street, which is the very top of the property, but it's a quarter mile from my shop. Right. It's 43 degrees there. I know it's frost. Sure. Because I'm going to go down the hill. Yeah. It's going to be 38, maybe even, and then... By the time we get going, it's 33 degrees. I was just wondering if there's my, I guess it's when you're riding in, you get the top of, you know, the hill up by Scottsdale National. Yeah. Now you have 10 miles to drive down that hill, but slowly. It's five l- degrees difference. It's five degrees. It's five degrees from fucking the top of King well, Street to the, to the bottom of six. It's still cold up there by Trun. I know this. I know. I guess I'm trying to say, well, fuck the whole conversation about frost. It's yeah, it's cold when we got frost. I was just trying to say is, do you look at your dew point? No. Yeah. Okay. When I go in, it's if the dew point is, if your temperature is close to freezing and your dew point is freezing or below frost, like there's no doubt. Um, there's, then there's the little 34 degree on the dew point and, 45 no chance you know that's kind of what i've learned at least at my place those are the first okay. things i look at when i get in there but it's the process starts when i pull out of my driveway yeah crunch crunch but i'm on 30 minutes away you know the, on that front on uh sunday when i let the dog out it was frozen out here yeah. and then peter i call him at 7 30 he's like dude we're fucking I got to fly through this place because we just showed up and it's fucking not a piece of frost and it's frozen as shit here. Yeah. There's frost at my house. <laughs> There's no frost at my house. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Looking out the back window at AstroTurf grass in your backyard. <laughs> just rocks. Yeah, exactly. Just desert landscape with solo cups on all the tops of their fucking saguaros. <laughs> Ding dong. I got something for you. So today my admin came in the office and she's like, 
Hey, did you see that bird shit on your car? Or what? And I was like, no. And she's like, uh, either like there's some bird shit on your car. And I was like, all right, like cool. Uh, I go out there. There's a fucking pterodactyl. Fucking shit on my car. Let me show you this fucking picture, dude. Look how much. Holy shit. It is. And you don't have a tree there. It's splattered up on the back of my wind, like the back window. Unbelievable. What caused that? I have no idea. That's six IPAs and some Taco Bell. That's that's the most bird shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. It it was all the way across the back of my trunk. Look at that. That's unreal. So flying from basically left to right on your radio dial and blasting one out and it catching. And there's some on the ground before that. Yeah, and it catches your rear tail light. And it's piled. We gotta. That's it. Send me that. Everyone's gonna see the bird shit from the pterodactyl on the Twitter machine, which I'm trying to be a little bit more active on that thing. And uh, the activity I had today was I saw from Mass Golf, Massachusetts Golf. You got it. Ah, uh, they 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 pose a question. I'm sure run by the sweater folder, and hey everybody, what golf courses have the best hills for sledding? Oh boy. And it's just like, and you know, my response is, I don't forget what it was. It was like, hey, I'm, well, I, see, I can see that uh, this account's not run by the GCSANE, which is a New England yeah. uh, Golf Course Superintendent Association. It's like, thanks for asking for more problems. Yeah. You know, compact that fucking, you know, shit down, turn it to ice, get no yeah. oxygen well, in the- there. You know, compact the ground, and then you know every kid just we go one more day. Yeah, we get one more day. The top of it still has snow, and then we can get going and hit the mud, and then hit snow again. Fuck clowns! You know, thanks. That's when you get on and start pumping the the neighbor. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Desert Canyon has some big ones on eighteen. Go check it out. Like real already stinks. (laughs) True. That's all right. Dan's chucking. Dan doesn't like this beer so much. He's pouring it out on the table. Oh shit! It's leaking through there. Mm-mm. That's all right. Don't yeah. Do that. Damn to it up. It. No, do <laughs> that. Do what you were gonna do to it. That's all right. Fuck it. Something. I'm sure Frankie will fucking wake oh, up at some point. She likes honey. She like I've said before. She has fucking raccoon taste buds. She eats everything. She finally reached her limit of rocks yesterday. The wife sent me a picture. I think she finally reached her limit. So she loves to chew on, like, gravel. And then she now, well, for a little while, she eats it. Uh, so the shock collar will be coming on soon. I tested it out the other day, got her out of there. But she was, wife was studying and trying to do laundry and stuff while she was at home before she had to go to work. And she goes into the bedroom and on the carpet that's near her crate is a pile of throw-up. But all it is is rocks. It's just a. You should tweet at Chaps, dude. Uncle Chaps. Oh, and have him. You know who Chaps is? Yeah, bar I know who he, he is. He's yeah. like a doc, military dog trainer. He's always got the good tips, dude. Oh, maybe I will. Have just to. Him, my dog keeps eating rocks. What do I got to do? Because I was listening to Dog and He's going to be like, rake the rocks yeah. out of your fucking yard. I can't remember, remember if it was Redline Radio or Dog Walk, but Chief said his dog wouldn't walk by the air vent in his house, scared to death of it. And then he just, or uh, Chaps is like, do this, this, and this. And now the dog fucking wheels right by it, no problem. Oh, fuck. Yeah. In like Chap- two seconds. Chaps, we're coming. Yep. We're coming. I'm sure he listens. Yeah. I- <laughs> fucking funny follow, dude. Uncle Chaps on Twitter is a good follow. I'll definitely have to 
reach out to him. But I thought it was really funny because there's so many problems that come from fucking sledding on hills and, you know, the damage that could be done. And never mind, the, I'm sure the liability shit can't Not be. Not confirmed, but Bighorn and Palm Springs, I think around Christmas, used to make fake snow on one of the hills on like the driving range for all the kitties to come. Ah, uh, Pine Canyon up in Flagstaff does this. Good for them. Okay. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> you, son of, you people here, you know I did just fucking patted that on the back. You son of a bitch. Yeah, they got snowmaking machines too. Great hills. Of yeah, exactly. Yep. I'm 18. They, I mean, they couldn't have picked a better spot. It's Slide down snow. that Next fucker. time it snows here, if it does, I'm just going to hit Twitter with everybody to Desert Canyon. <laughs> Bring your inner tubes. Yeah, We're no. going to, we'll start on 18 yeah. green and we'll Bring your right trash back. can lids. Those fucking work back up in like the day. A oh. Christmas vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. Um, the other thing that was on when you got that thing off of Twitter the other day, the green speeds from the seventies. Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it was like nineteen seventy seven the green speeds and it was yeah. I mean, name the top club in nineteen seventy seven and it showed part the speeds. The, part of the reason I sent it to you. I'm pretty sure I've heard this before and I could be wrong. The year that Jack won his last Masters was 86. I have heard um, the greens were mowed at almost a quarter of an inch and green speeds were like eight. Yeah. Okay, I believe the eight. It has to be lower than that, right? A quarter inch and rolling eight? How the well, fuck? Maybe they were rolling it, double rolling it. Maybe, but back then, I know. It, I mean, the rollers, what the, just just drum rollers. <laughs> yeah, just dudes walking back hey, with walking drum rollers. there's 16 of them making two bucks an hour. They didn't oh, complain once. Son of a bitch. This, let's play the guessing game. This could be fun. What do you think Augusta Nationals was rolling in 1977? Uh, an 8.3. 7 feet 11 inches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The slowest on here... Is a big it's one. It's like Harbor Town, five feet one inch. Yeah, five feet one inch. Never heard of it. Fastest, not even a ten. So the fastest on this is uh Oakmont, nine feet eight inches. Wow. If that... I was at nine eight, I would uh, we're probably at right around ten. That's probably still too slow. Yeah. For they, the members now. Yeah, you need to that for your place be, right now. Yeah, that'd be like a fifteen to in today's. <laughs> be like yeah. unputtable at Oak, and those greens are vicious at Oakmont, right? Yeah, the old Poana, five it's foot Oakmont Poana. That's the first cut at Overseed. Oh yeah, you wouldn't let a soul under. Yeah, of course, five foot. One inch. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is you know, Augusta at a quarter inches our first cuts, you know, or we yeah. we're even below that at some places. I mean, these are all the top Augusta National, like Congressional, Cypress Point, Harbor Town, Medina, Marion, Oakland, Oakland Hills, Oakmont, all these on here. Nothing faster than a 9.8 and that's by far the fastest. The next up is Oakland Hills 8 feet 5 inches and everybody else is the 7s or 6s. And then a 5.1 at Harbor Town. 5.1. <laughs> Five one. Imagine the dick measuring contest. You know, you know when poor Harbor Town. Yeah, exactly. They somebody just got three that's three inches a... of rain. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't get out there. The dudes out there in the rain, fucking doing the stiff. going through puddles. It's <laughs> like <laughs> big rooster tail. What are you doing this for? Oh, we're gonna, you know, in thirty just an yeah, article in forty five years, we're gonna put out a <laughs> fucking two tweet. Two dickheads are gonna be shelling you on the podcast, <laughs> saying you're real slower. The first cut out of overseed. Ah, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, and. You know, AG, what's that? You know, this Marion. Oh, yeah, that ain't eight feet and five inches. Pfft. 
You're a member at Harbor Town too? Are you kidding me? Goat Ranch. <laughs> what are they mowing? Rough height? Yeah. <laughs> so, or are they goats mowing it? <laughs> what do you only have ten million in the bank? Yeah, exactly. You can't can't lower that thing. <laughs> Holy shit, that's fucking wild. Well, you only though. have one yacht? <laughs> yeah, when I wonder when did it really just start to take off or is it completely what progression? It? What caused that? Uh, I think ha- turf types caused it. No, I think the innovation, that, like TV. Or was it an ego thing? Or, hey, man, the Oakmont's got him at nine. How do we get him to nine? Everybody's at nine. Oh, shit. Oakmont's got him at 11. Now, like, when I played Riviera, it was probably 14, 15. It was mm. unputtable. Yeah. Yeah, that. What sparked? There had to be some sort of. Something had to spark that. Yeah, to be able to. Now, we need them faster. We need new yeah. grasses. We need new mower technology. We need playing it. Or was it, we need them faster to make it harder for these guys? Possibly. That's what I mean. It's the popularity yeah. of the game. Getting on TV, becoming, you know, whatever it is. I heard, I can't remember who I heard it talking, but they made a good point. It's like when they show up, they said when pros show up to the golf course, they want it hard and fast. They wouldn't care if it was brown, yeah. smoked. Oh, absolutely. And the reason is, is they don't need Joe Schmo showing up and just able to throw darts at the flag that are sticking. Mm-hmm. They need the greens to roll out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They need that green speed. because It brings all the skill in. It's taking, that guy's taking my money away. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to land it short right and let it feed to the hole, yeah. the back left or whatever. You know what I mean? So that made a lot of sense. No, Maybe it, that was it. It was the, the competitiveness. It's like the faster we get them, the harder it gets. And then we start to separate the field now. That makes, makes total sense. You know, and, and it's, of course, it's the best ones being like hard, as, hard and yeah. as fast as yeah. possible. They don't care about green. Yeah. The top ten, what if, I think there's a, we, me and my assistant were talking about this. We were talking about golf, and they're big into golf clubs. Uh, the guys on the crew, and they, <laughs> I've never seen anybody switch golf clubs like this uh, in my life. Does he have more cars or more golf clubs? Uh, Javier's been. I think he's probably passed with the golf clubs, but the the rest of the crew is doing the same thing. They're following along. I we laughed because. He has obviously more responsibility, more things to carry. His cart is so full of shit and stuff and all his tools, you know, and it's just not big enough. So he started, you know, I think it was in the wintertime one year, he started carrying a backpack, have his snacks, his water, maybe a shirt or a winter hat or whatever. And it was the next day, it was like school at my place. Everybody had a new backpack. It's like, what are you guys all bringing in this fucking backpack? Like, so, dude, a lot of guys might carry a big bag. I'm like, you're going to be here for six hours. You going camping? Yeah, oh, yeah. They all have what, backpacks. What's in there? Tie it up onto the machine. It's hanging from the roll bar. What, what is in there? No idea. They, those, the guys on the crew eat nonstop. Yeah, mine not. Mine don't. Or at least I don't notice oh, them. Dang, one yeah. guy, it's always in the microwave. Like, dude, get out of the golf course. Like, well, that's one thing. Doing? That's in just well, slowing down and. It's he. This I only gonna come in, warm up three three burritos, and fucking be back after his first job, back in the microwave, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he had two rolls of cookies out there." I'm like, and "The dude's skinny as a rail." I'm like, where are you hiding this stuff? Maybe he's selling it. Selling he's it to the got boys. A side job. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> got a hot pocket, boys. <laughs> Been warming it up on Fresh, the engine, yeah, on the, exactly. engine of the, the Kubota. <laughs> yeah, the guys that used to airify uh, Highlands, uh, airification FX. They're still around here in yeah. the valley. Uh, yeah, they'd be 
running burritos or whatever, you know, wrapped up, put it right on the manifold yep. and fucking air fry ten, you know, whatever, six holes. And that was lunch when it was yeah. done. It's like, what the fuck? How's that thing taste? <laughs> you know, pros, a little, so you know, little like <laughs> just shove it in the tailpipe. Wired to the exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> I had to warm up the old hands to- on the exhaust. This oh, week. hell yeah. Checking- Tuesday. I was spraying reward in my rough. Fuck, it got, what was it? Yeah, Tuesday morning. It's fucking cold. Yeah. And I'm always underneath, especially the spray rig. Always underneath it because you're driving around and you're trying to bounce around the crew. You know, if they're mowing, so a lot of times they're bouncing around. So you're stuck on holes that are frosted, you know, the most. And you're waiting for it to lift. Waiting, So you've now put your hand through it 10 times. Can't feel a fucking thing. You got a 1500? Mm-hmm. Your sonic booms? Yeah. You ever broke them off? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, so you text me. Both. I've had it. I've sprayed with it three days, both oh. first day, first hole. Okay. First one. And Matt, I, I know you're thinking like I'm on the old one that you can just go full. Speed. I was going one mile an hour. Just kind of let it ride it. Look back at the fucking things dangling. Oh, hang it. I'm like, you shitting me. I, so you called me the other day and you were like, Hey, you got 5,800, right? Yeah. Sonic booms. Yeah. Uh, how the fuck do you get these things down? I was like, well, just tap the two buttons and they'll start going down. And you tap and nothing, nothing. And I said, well, you might want to pull the covers off. Oh, fuck, yeah. Only reason why I know that, because my first time ever with this thing, left the covers on. I'm like, why is this fucking thing shoot it back work? in your yeah. face when you oh, yeah. pulled it off? So that we used, when we first got the Sonic system up at Highlands, which was totally different, and it was, you had to calibrate it a lot more, you know, spend a little bit more time. But yeah, you get one of the guys changing nozzles on it, and you just walk by and whip your hand underneath it so the bar comes up. up and smokes them. Yeah, that's, that was always a good one. But uh, I hung up with you, and I was like, I should text him to buy a couple of these things because I know it's going to happen. We have two of them on the shelves at all times is the brackets that hold it. I told my mechanic, when the first one broke, I go, order four of these fucking Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. We're going to manufacture them. Just like, like a, a cage, cage over it. it. No, to. that's a great idea. Otherwise, it'll break every time. Literally going one mile an hour, both of them. Yeah. It was like barely bumped the tree. You know, the nozzles kind of stop. Barely yeah. you're spitting at this point. Yeah. And it's just like, pfft, and I look back, it's dangling. Yeah. You know what? Thing, it's a fucking awesome machine. Like I had it in any wells. I love it. Now, if you get off the seat, it shuts the pump off. If you don't have the brake lock. Oh, yeah. It drives yeah. me fucking yeah. nuts. Safety, I, safety, safety. I didn't safety, know yep. probably the first two holes I was spraying. You know, I'd be spraying for a couple minutes and look down and be like zero gallons per minute. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? So it's like, but then yesterday. Does it I was beep? Spraying, huh? It beeps though at you, right? When the uh, motor's shutting off. Oh, it beeps. It, or does it beep? Yeah. It like, beeps uh, when yeah, you get you off. Be and sitting it's... in the seat. So I, now I know that's not a problem. Well, then yesterday I was out spraying reward going around. And then at one point I did get off the seat because of the sonic boom. I think that's mm-hmm. when I broke the second one or it was dangling because I was trying to doesn't matter. Uh, I get back on. I go spray probably half half the rough, so probably like three acres. And then I look down at one point. This is zero gallons per minute. I'm like, what the fuck? And now I look back. It's like I'm going to have to wait until oh, yeah. this dies to see what. Yeah, because sure. the pump went out. Oh. And yeah, so it's... I did spray some of it, but now I'm going to have to wait for the reward to take over because once I see it's going, then I'm now I'm looking at where I'm driving. I'm fucking, you know what I mean? You need the GPS with the big giant computer screen that shows you the colored nozzles that are all lit up. Like yeah, but big... it wouldn't know if the pump went out. 
No, it, no, you'd click them on, and it would like your screen that shows yeah. the animated oh, rig, yeah, yeah. and it shows each nozzle turn but it that off. That screen does say, but it turns. No, it's. I'm saying okay. it's a bigger picture yeah. on a bigger screen. You need a 42-inch fucking screen with a picture of yourself and a camera in the back yeah. taking a look at everything is what you need. But when you fabricate that thing, definitely send me pictures because I think it's a it's a great idea and uh, patent it before the big red machine Whoa. patents it. They so don't if you fucking, order 50, they don't listen you're to this thing. Getting one, are you getting Sonic Booms? No. To order. Why is it plastic? Yeah, I know. Well, maybe because if it's metal, they get bent to shit. Maybe, but you, I mean, I've tried in a pinch trying to duct tape the thing all up. It does not work. Wouldn't it be better to have it on the backside of the, or does it not read the ground? You need it on the front. Yeah, you want it on the front to read the ground. Watch out for the trees. It's a really good sprayer. Oh, absolutely. It is fucking awesome. Dude, I'm through 15 holes in like two and a half days of rough. Mm Mm-hmm. Would probably be done if that pump didn't go out, <clears throat> but they're they're gonna fix it Monday. So the pump went out. Yeah. So I'm <clears throat> spraying. I thought I thought I it was way back when I got out of the seat. I thought maybe fuck, but then I see on the cart path a little bit where I had sprayed the pass. So I'm yeah. like, all right, it was on on that pass. So then I try to make another pass, and then I hear the pump making some fucking wild noise. I was like, oh god. And and all you had was reward in it, nothing else. Well, nothing. Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking of like a fertilizer that That's, might not have mixed so in. Me, I'm like clogged. Three, this thing's three days old. Did I fuck it up with some fur or something? No, it's just reward barricade. Oh, we had uh when we first got sticker. that thing at Highlands, we had the in the uh, mixing tank on the side. Do you yeah. have that thing where you just pour bags of fertilizer and it whoosh, yeah. sucks it up? And uh, which I didn't know what it did for the first three years. The thing's kind of badass if it works. Oh, it's it's really good. Um, but Actually, it's awesome. Yeah. You just pour whatever yeah. you want in there. The fucking, by the time you wheel back, like urea, you cut it, dump it, turn back around, get out of your, your car or your stack of furt. And by the time you cut it and start to pour again, it's the other shit's already gone. Yeah. You know, you know uh, what else I love is the thing in there that sprays oh. the inside of the measuring oh, cup. Oh, yeah. To, uh, it cleans yeah. the measuring cup straight back into yeah. it. Like they oh, shit. That doesn't. Mine's that's not on mine. Oh no, you press it down and it goes shh, sprays the fucking measuring cup. Yeah, that wasn't on mine. Now you're talking inside the inject yeah. or the thingy there. Yeah, so we ended up throwing in some uh what was it, ammonium sulfate. And immediately the fucking thing clogs or whatever. It was back and forth. I cleaned this thing a hundred times. I'm oh. catching I'm draining the tank, catching whatever's coming out of it. This is eventually what got it was uh is it little sulfur tabs? In ammonium sulfate, they're the little yellow things that don't break down at all. So after you spray a couple tanks, if you're spraying that shit, you look in the bottom of your spray tank and there's these little or spray tank and there's these little fucking yellow tablets. They don't break down. Well, they were getting inside of the pump and clogging it, and they ended up. I'll tell you this one off the air, just because it probably shouldn't be go, but it was a fucking scene, really a scene, and all it was was oh yeah, that got inside because. Where we were getting the fertilizer come comes on a train car, just gets dumped in the yard. They then bring a loader over, dump it into the machine that bags it. Right. And it's close to a pile that's got something else, and that's how these little sulfur tabs were getting in no there. Oh shit. Yeah. So interesting story to me anyway. I know all you listeners on the edge of your fucking seats <laughs> wondering what I'm gonna say next. I know what we're gonna say. We're gonna call fucking Peter. 
I'm going to do something a little different to him today. Are you so, done with that honey, honey? Uh, I'm very much done with it. I'm home. I mean, we can get other ones. Uh, I'm not going to have to go back. <laughs> Load up the kids. Hello. Hey, Peter. Hey. What's how going, you guys doing? What's going on on this beautiful Friday afternoon? Not much. It is very nice out right now. No frosties today for you, huh? Nope. Nope. Nice. No frost. Uh, have it, what, Tuesday and Wednesday? Tuesday yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah. My, well, Monday Monday was super long. We didn't get uh, send golfers out until 945, and then Tuesday and Wednesday just a 30, 45 minutes away. Nice. When's your first pe- tea time, Peter? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Oh, Me fuck. Too. Yeah. What are you, 610? S- no, seven <laughs> seven 7.43, but going to 7.33 very soon. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's all based on uh, the sunrise. Well, that's what so, we do too. But I think I think we're forty five minutes after oh, civil sunlight or something. Yeah, we're we're ten. Ten. Yeah, ten. <laughs> but you never start earlier than you don't change your start time, right? Me? No, no. The guys yeah. like four thirty, so we do four thirty. The only time we will is if we've had a few days of you know frost. Yeah. Or we just know it's going to be a long one. Maybe we'll push it back to like 5.30. And then uh, overseed is 6 o'clock when we're babysitting. After we get everything. Yeah, even before we do it. Because you have to wait till it's light. Do you bring the guys that seed in later? Because um, we have to wait for obviously the dew to break. Yeah, everybody comes in at like 6. Yeah. The fr- day, one is, day one is a, still a 4.30 because it takes get all everything all lined yeah. up. And that day is a long day. But the next day... When the uh, Jason comes with the uh, truck, it's six o'clock, and it's six o'clock from there on. I guess I'm different. I got with 36 holes, we got to set up one golf course still, but anybody seating is seven o'clock on those. Oh, days. okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. From, I keep always what? forget that you have the other one yeah. still as an operable yep. golf course. Fun, fun. What, what time do you start, Dan? Uh, five thirty. Five thirty. It's probably still too Uh-oh. early. Home restrictions or. The home restrictions. No, yep. nope, not in Rio Verde. The funny, yeah. it's funny you bring that up. So, I've never had any complaints with anybody on the first six holes of the golf course. One day last year, we uh, we did a back nine start, so we started the fairway yeah. units on the back nine. I had this member yeah. come in with his head on fire. You've yeah. got to change the start time, like. I was sleeping and I got these headlights in there and I'm trying to sleep. Blah, blah, blah. You got blowers five, five 30 in the morning. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that's one time, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You, yeah. You're lucky you don't live on one. Never had a complaint from anybody on the, anybody on the front nine. Where there's blowers out there five 30 in the morning every day. Oh yeah. Every day. And this guy Mine's was irate. We need to start the start time seven o'clock. And I was like, Hold. <laughs> take it easy, but it lives on 10. Yeah, and we have uh, – do you have ordinances, Peter, that you have to follow? No, I mean, ours is um, – I mean, the community, like the HOA and construction have to start uh, – I think it's 5.30 in the summertime, 6.30 in the wintertime. Okay, yeah. So there's rules for them because you're working closer to the homes. Right. But for me, as long as my machines aren't um, loud enough in the lights, I mean, there's nothing against the lights – you know, we try to have the lights angled down as much as possible, but you know, it is what it is on that. We, we, but we still get complaints all the time. There was someone that moved in the hole two 
this last summer and we start at four in the summertime and i mean she sent emails for a week straight to the gm you know there's a thing spinning around in the bunker at 4 50 <laughs> in the morning shining you know and it's like there's no noise like i'm sorry, close your blinds i don't know what to tell you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey and, peter when we're at indy wells did do you remember if we had the hyatt if we had to wait for till seven o'clock did you i don't know did you have to do that Right on 10 Celebrity, remember that? I think we had to wait for the high. I can't remember. Yeah, but everything on the other side of the bridge, I mean, you got nothing. Yeah, we were fine. I just, I want to say just right in front of that, the Hyatt on. I can can imagine that, yeah. If you're paying top dollar for a hotel, you don't want to get. Well, it's got a fight with a guy staying at the hotel in there because he wouldn't get off the fucking golf course. Ah. Peter, you played Desert Highlands before? Yes. Okay, so number six is a split fairway, uh, par four. And on the far left side, we used to have a guy that lived in, sorry, far right side. He had one of the green properties. That means you're basically up against the uh, grass of the golf course, but it's oh, nowhere I, near anything. And I uh, text asking about all those grass areas that go into people's yards. Yeah, they, play, they pay like a little premium to have that area. But anyways, yeah. they, uh, we couldn't be on that. It got to the point where we couldn't be on that hole until seven o'clock because not mow not mowing anything the irrigators could drive through and basically check for irrigation issues but nobody else was to do anything on that hole till seven o'clock because one of the neighbors that lived in that little kind of cul-de-sac of the golf course way away from everything complained so much and uh two of us almost lost our job because of it yeah i got i got written up for it um for, yeah, no for the rough mower went there oh my god uh, we had that at shady canyon in california there was some big time lawyer living in some you know 15 million dollar house on the 16 and he filed a lawsuit against the club and we it was eight o'clock so we started at 6 a.m there and the first tee time was seven so i mean we had a huge crew but it was still like the golfers were right on your ass and um Nice. Yeah, we would all line up at five green. There would be like literally twenty carts just sitting there, waiting until eight o'clock, and then we would all but get released to go to six T at eight o'clock. It was ridiculous. When I was in Indy Wells, we put fans in on the greens, and one of the fans is like backed up to kind of a house. This dude, and he wasn't even the one directly behind it. it was like two over with some trees blocking it. He had the decibel reading. I think it reached well, it was oh. owned by the city, all the way to city council, like like a representative, and they had people like. City councilman out there looking at this fucking fan. Wow, I had a on a golf course. We had to relocate. Yeah, correct, yeah, and I we had, had the, to move two of them because of it. I had a guy that uh, lives across the street from my well um, complain about the buzz from the uh, VFD, yeah. and uh, yeah. he complained about that. So I had the town out there. He had to get the decimal meter and the the guy from the town saying, "Hey, what house is it?" And I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, you never tell me what houses call on me. And I was like, you have the email from the dude, so you should know. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm not sure. I was like, well, obviously, ding dong, it's one of those two houses, the only two that are close by. So he's now has to walk across the street and get in their driveway with this decimal meter. And the car's going by 400 yards away on Saguaro Boulevard was setting the thing off. But yet he had to go out there. And uh, after it was all done, I had sent, I had to go send an email back to this homeowner and basically say that we had the town out there and, you know, they'd be reaching out to you. But, you know, we've basically figured out that 
there's not enough noise coming out of this thing. At the bottom of the email was the name of his company. I Google his company and they made sound barriers. Oh, you're shit. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to God. Dude, your dog just laid another heater. Oh, nice. Thing I've ever seen. Yeah. She, uh, she didn't, she only took one this morning at the golf course. How so I knew that was, that? it's unbelievable. The same thing I told kid. you, she fucking eats everything in sight. Uh, my dogs are eating mesquite beans right now. Oh, my husky used to oh, eat the yeah. shit out of mesquite beans. <laughs> yeah, she, you could have put them in a bowl. She loved them. They have to be really dry, you though. Pulled them in a bowl. Yeah, you could have put them in a bowl. She, but, I mean, fuck, they don't so do anything. You see all the coyotes love, love that it. in overseas yeah. and shit on my green, yeah. and then yeah. I got trees sprouting yeah. on fucking <laughs> turds every time. Mm-hmm. All right, Peter, so Stump the Beater, I told you that I was going to do something a smidgy different, and it's okay. not really that different. We're just going to talk about some golf course. Oh, I do have to bring up one thing. Uh, so Greg Gonzalez, have you ever met him, Chucky's buddy? No. Uh, no. He works at Ewing, right? Uh, no. No. No, okay. Then I uh, he's no. just a neighbor, and I think uh, Greg's daughter watches Chucky's daughter's whole uh, bunch. Okay. But he plays in uh, GCU's men's club with us. Okay, yeah. yeah and uh he uh, called bullshit on your Griffith Park around the Rose Bowl. No, it's Brookside. Ah! Griffith Park is right next door to, to it. it. Yeah, it's Brookside. I, I said it was with a B when we were talking about the podcast, and then I was like, an hour later, I was like, oh, it's Griffith Park, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. So Peter, so Peter texted me after we did Stump to Peter last time about Griffith Park because you couldn't think about it, and you said, oh, it's Griffith Park. And... Uh, yeah, then, those 36 whole facilities. Yes, Greg texted me the other day and he says, Hey, it's Brooks. What is it, Brookside? Brookside, yeah. Brookside. And I was like, Please be right. Please be right. And he's like, I'm right. I grew <laughs> up there. And I was like, and Griffith Park, he said, is much closer to Dodger Stadium. Yeah, correct. So. Yeah, that's, I, I always keep those. I mean, like I said, they're both 36 whole facilities that managed by the city that are right next to each other. Yeah. Why would you know that? All right. So that finger snapping that everybody's going to constantly hear through this entire section it's of that podcast dog. was uh, Dan snapping his finger and fucking with the dog. But no, the dog. I'm just kidding with you. Believe me, I'm not an audio tech. They all hear all sorts of fucked up sounds. All right, Peter, back to Stump and Peter. on the chair. So with a bunch of people, they're coming. Have, how many phone calls have you gotten from superintendents about coming here to the open? And they want to play golf at your place. None so far. None. I've only had one, but I've been hinted at a couple others. Is there going to be a possibility of it? The other yeah. one just called me. wasn't asking for shit. It was uh, Dave Moffitt. He works in the Bronx. Uh, I went to the um, Melrose Academy at the Golf Industry Show two years ago in uh, in o- in Orlando. And a uh, good dude calls me the other day and uh, says that him and his buddies are coming out here for the open and a 40th birthday party by one of them. There's 12 of them oh, coming. Nice. I think he said only eight of them are real golfers. Four of them are going to play some golf. Four others are going to kind of hang and play some golf. And I don't think the other ones, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But where should they play? His buddy's putting together a list and he was basically kind of confirming with me, is it any good? So, you got a group that calls you. My question to you and to Dan is, I guess, what are the ones? Because they're, you know, everybody's, they're going to come, you know, out here. A bunch of superintendents are going to come or a bunch of golfers are going to come. Where are you playing? Their budget is about 200 bucks a day. Okay. Uh, They understood, they totally understood that the prices are going to be through the roof. 
Okay, so if you come in here for budget golf, don't come here and bring your bags if you're coming to watch the Open because you're either going to have to drive way away from the Open or you're going to play. I don't know where you're going to play because I don't know what your budget is. 50 bucks, you're never going to see it unless it's no. got nine holes and it's 2,200 yards <clears throat> long. See. Expect yeah. to minimum spend $120. Yeah, minimum mine that week for our members is the price that I was going to get him was 109 bucks. Gotcha. That's a great deal. Um, yeah, smoking deal because everybody else, and that was the member price. Um, I know we're getting to two hundred, and yeah. then dynamic pricing is going to decide how much higher we go from that. But we're selling them at two hundred. There's right three eighty-five in town. Uh, it's going to be five hundred at Quintero. It's going to yeah. be five hundred at Greyhawk probably. True North. Yeah. Weco is going to be in the fours because it's a little bit further away. I think, I think Anyways, True North three ninety if you booked it today. Oh really? If you booked it today, the week of the open, okay, it's going to be four hundred bucks. Four hundred. So ridiculous. Okay, right. Let's let's pick our three golf courses in three different categories for our, okay. the folks. Let's go the guys that are coming here with no budget, but you you're not a member, so you're not getting you on. Yeah, yeah, we probably just named True them. You North, think? Weco Paw, Greyhawk. You wouldn't go to Wickenburg? Uh, sorry, you I guess where you stay if you're on the west side. We're going, we have no budget. So, unlimited. Unlimited, Quintero. yeah, you're ready to pay, Quintero. and it doesn't matter. I'm going to Quintero. I, I love Weco Paw Soro. I mean, I'm obsessed yeah. with that place. So, that, that would be my choice. Yeah, I thought for myself, for sure, uh, Weco Paw would Quintero. probably be in that. Uh, I think I, 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 Quintero. I think Quintero's in that list of the three golf courses. So it, like, it, it depends. If the superintendents, if the guys want to get loud and play something that they're never going to see, you know, Quintero's definitely going to be the one that they're probably going to go home and talk to all their buddies for, with. I, I think, think I think the true golfer. The true um, golfer's going to appreciate Weekopaw. Weekopaw's yeah, so well, one real golf course. Yeah. So. And then in both of them, no homes around them. Correct. So yeah. you're out well, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're <laughs> rental, like half a property. <laughs> so whatever they are. What about Southern but, Dunes? Uh, so now, how far are we going? Are we going to Tucson? I'm probably saying no. I'm saying you're no. coming up no, here to stay for the I Open. I even say Wickenburg's yeah, out of I mean, town. It's an hour to Quintero. You're going to Quintero. Yeah. But you got another half hour in Wickenburg, minimum. Right. I don't know. We're so sorry, Peter. We were kind of chatting over you. Is we're de deciphering. Well, I don't think Wicopa sits in that category for one because it's no, not going to be that high. So we price can Quintero, you could say the same thing about distance. And you're an hour, nothing more than an hour away. Okay, let's put that yeah. on it. And plus, I don't think Wickenburg gets to this five hundred dollar range, you know, or no, whatever no. four hundred. Wickenburg's probably two hundreds. Uh, it's one eighty five right now. I okay, think you, you and for the open, you get a 300 and we can Yeah. Uh, it's worth the trip. So another course, would you would you throw True North into it, or do you think there's something better as far as – we're talking good golf courses, I not the prestige of playing a place. Yeah. That's where I'm, I'm hung up there. They're both great golf courses. Um, just wondering if now you've played two other ones that are damn near like it, would you – throw out there's nothing that's that high price it's a parkland is there no no, no. yeah it's, it's different dan knows like you know in, in palm desert you you can play parkland all you want public out here 
All yep. the parking courses are all um, the privates. Right. Except GCU. There's really yeah. And, and, well, there's a handful of them, yeah. but they're, on, they're all going to get – there's a few of them. They're getting voted in on this, but they're at this yeah. budget level. Those, yeah. There's some no, Parkland – I would like, say the next one Arizona I would Country Club. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think same thing, True North. True North. True North is a better golf course. Boulders has more wow factor with the See, I've never been to boulders. boulders there. So between like True North and the Boulders, you, you know, I think I'd pick True North over the Boulders. Correct. Uh, I would pick True North, especially the, the – I just uh, think the golf course-wise. You think the wow factor or just you think those three or four holes that have no, well, the that's Boulders? That's, boulders just has those three or four holes. But the monument, the pinnacle is so-so. The monument at True North, the back nine – the front nine on Monument is so-so. Yeah. And then the back nine's definitely worse. It's, it's the, the first front, hole the that you... The pinnacle's awesome. Yeah, see... The is first... that number seven, that par three uphill with that rock in the middle? The yeah. pinnacle? <laughs> yeah, it's just like number one has the big... I mean, it's par yeah, four, but, but it's got the, the rock. That's Monument, any other right? golf course in my opinion, I'm talking about right? pinnacle, no, that par three on the front, number seven? Yeah. Pin- that's a badass hole. Monument each have one good nine. That's why they split up the golf course, yeah. because it could have been... One amazing golf course, and then one so-so one, and they put good nine holes on each course. That's that was their whole plan, so they can charge the same amount for each course. All right, for our, just for our stump the Peter fans that really hang on the end of who designed them all. Wico <laughs> Passuaro was done by Colin Crenshaw, and then the, the other course is Scott Miller, a, a Nicholas associate. Okay, uh, and uh, Quintero was Reese Jones. My all right, favorite. and uh, okay. True North. Weisskopf Morsh. Okay. All right, now we're gonna go what to the middle. I haven't played Greyhawk, but I hear Greyhawk Raptors are fucking awesome. I- so Raptor, Raptors the Fazio. That is a um, it, it, it'd be like playing a private Fazio course out here. The conditions okay. are out of the world, and it's it's a very pretty golf course. It's not gonna blow you away strategy wise, but it's the the I've played there probably twice in the last two years, and each time I'm I'm very happy when I'm done with the round. It's, a, it's yeah, a, but if you're coming from the northeast. Course. You yeah. go into that? Yeah, I think as a... I think a, we're numb to it because we live in it. Correct. If you don't want to be blown away, you're going to come from the northeast where it's tree-lined pine trees or whatever, big oaks, and you go to, you're go you going to look for something like a true north or that true desert in the rock yeah. feel. Right. And yeah. I guess that's like Greyhawk would be in this category honorable mention. Yeah. Or just yeah. a three and a half. Otherwise, I mean, we can go on forever with this. Let's get yeah. to the, yeah. our second category. We'll put it in the 250, 200 to 250 range. We're going to pay to play. Uh, where are we going? Th- that one, in my opinion, should be, in that price range, the next best experience. And in my opinion, it's Wickenburg Ranch, if that's still yeah, that no. our, okay. our, you know, drive. I, I agree. Just played it yesterday in the Winter Hack Attack, and that place is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's such a for two guys that have never designed a golf course before. They really did a. There's some quirky things out there. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. I, I remember the first time I went out there, I was like, "Holy moly, this place is cool!" Like it's it's a very cool property. Uh and yeah. it's becoming like what Blackstone used to be. Each time you go there, even though you're there every three or four months, uh there's a million more homes. A yeah, million yeah. more homes. Oh, Every yeah, it's unbelievable. I can't, I can't even imagine. It's unbelievable. From when we played the year-end hack attack to now, um, over by the irrigation lake, there's like from far away. I think you're standing on like number 
six tee box is a high is a par four. I'm sorry, par five, seven. Seven, seven, where you're looking yeah. over and back at the irrigation lake. It looks like there's ah uh, 15 homes. You get over there onto 15, where you're yeah. standing up on top of the hill, and you're looking right there at the lake, and now you're on top of this, and it's like holy shit, there's 50 fucking houses in here. Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable how fast they go up. Those neighborhoods would take six years to build in Massachusetts. One is seasonal. Yeah. You get the rain days, you get all the shit. But two, they're building them to last <laughs> through all of that shit. So when I was a kid, I used this, to... These are literally cards put up like lean-tos, like deck of cards, well, bang a couple nails in the corner, and watch it all settle and crack. These stick builds, you know, they say you need to wait a year to let it settle to yeah. see everything. You know, our, our build was six and a half months. And yeah, our upstairs that we have a crack in our tile in our bathroom. There's a you know squeaky floorboard in our bedroom. I mean, that's when you bust them out that quick. That's what happens. That's that that's character. That's a hundred years of character. When I was right a kid, there. my grandparents lived in Yarnell, so we would travel here and then drive up to Yarnell, which you have to yeah. go through Wickenburg. You didn't want to stop and wait. It was like in the McDonald's in Wickenburg. Get back in the car. <laughs> we're going to Yarnell. Yeah. Like it was not a destination. The fact that it's blowing up like that is insane. Yeah, it is. It's and you know it's nice to see, but uh, and the town's cool. Like we, you know, we went to the little Mexican yeah, the joint bar. for. Uh, yeah. Well, we went there for. Uh, no, me and Casey went there for lunch before okay. the little. Uh, I think it's oh, Anita's. Co- yeah. 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 Cocina. Yeah. Good place, good locals. I mean, it's packed, just burning through people. And then we did go to the Mecca, and uh, no one there. It was shocking. But Ed had said uh, the old COVID just swept through heavy through Wickenburg, like through the town. Said it ripped through there pretty good. So he said it's kind of been desolate everywhere you go. People people on lockdown. Yeah. Wickenburg's definitely a western – I mean – if you're coming from the East Coast and you want to see a Western town, that's the is. that's the other reason I told this uh, the guy Dave. I said, "Hey, if you guys can make a little travel, get to Wickenburg Ranch." I said, "It will give you from a kid from the Bronx. He wants to go see the Rootin' Tootin' Wild West. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Wickenburg is right up the there street, and uh, I, you know, Cave. He, they're gonna play." Uh, Rancho Manana, they're going to play. That's and uh, you get it. And I told him, I was like, hey, you got to go there, um, not just for the golf course. I said, but make sure you guys leave yourself some time and go eat lunch and have beers in the little town right. of Carefree yeah. or Cave Creek. Right. Because that is the root and tootin' Wild West. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, have never played Manana, Rancho Manana. No kidding. Oh, really? It's a fun track. It's I've a cool it's, little track. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, but it's very quirky. It's very. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They have Cor- to have signs. Than, they have to have signs everywhere. To... No? Huh? Quirkier than your place or no? Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, quirkier think than so. my place. Gotcha. And then it's also you crisscross cart paths and stuff. Yeah. Like, so you need, there's signs everywhere to tell you what direction to go in. It's fun track. Yeah. It is a Definitely cool place. Definitely worth stopping for. It. Yeah, it's the, worth a stop. And I think that's a, uh, that's the almost low end or me, maybe might reach the medium end budget here. Yeah. I was going to say, in my opinion, for low end, the best deal out here. Well, let's cover I our think... three golf course. We just did Wickenburg. Okay. You want to chuck Rancho Mignano? You want to play Wild Wild West category? Those two. <laughs> and then uh, what else can you play? Uh, Legend, Trail Legend Trail is kind of. Not Legend yeah. Trail. Yeah, Legend Trail. Yeah. Uh, you can play. And that's up there. That's probably in that $200 range. And that's amongst 
the big dogs. You know, yeah, so if you want to be really cool yeah. in your rental car or in your Turo heading up the Pima Corridor, you're driving by, you know, all of them. D.C. Ranch, fucking Silverleaf, Highlands, uh, Whisper Rock you Whisper go by. You know, just north of you is all of Desert Mountain. Uh, just ahead of you straight, continue that road and go straight through your desert forest. And then there's a public golf course up there in the middle of it. That is a really good public golf course. It has been yeah. forever since I played that place. Forever. Well, they had a event out there. They had a hack out there two summers ago, I think. Ah, I missed yeah. that one for sure because I definitely would have went there. I must have been on the Jing leads. Yeah, I think it. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, it is a fun course. That one, same thing. There's a, there's about six good holes, and then the rest of it, in my opinion, is you know just normal track yeah. desert golf. I would. So. Uh, I'd probably throw. I'm a fan of it, and he's a fan of the show. I'd throw Abiante at Camelback into that. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, sorry, sure. I forgot. I was trying to think down going south into Scottsdale. Yeah. You know, McCormick, you know, uh, what's it called? Silver, all those yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, Camelback and Abiante is fantastic. Yeah, and that that's, is that's, a, another one that's totally different what's out here. It's a link style correct. golf course. That's yeah. top dollar, too, though. Yeah, that uh, you think it's going to be four or five? I think it's Wickenburg Ranch. Uh, they're charging three hundred right now. Yee! Holy smokies! Whoa. Jesus, that's a sign of golf. And I mean, it's a great golf course, but I just don't think it's. And yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I got no reason. If, like hey, if people there. are paying for it, who I am like I the to Padre say? Course there. I thought it was oh, yeah. the Padre course is a good little great. course. I haven't played that one. That's at Arthur Hills. I'm not a huge fan of him either. Yeah, let's get out there and play that, Peter. You'll like it. The Padre. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, old school golf. I mean, yeah, it's old school, and the defense is that green complex. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Gr- it's well, a fun track. And so is the skinniness of the fa- – yeah. it looks – every tee box, right out the bat, you're kind of hitting down a chute. Well, at least on half of them when you're really mm-hmm. in the neighborhood of the homes. But, uh, yeah, it's a good golf course, and it feels so much older than yeah. obviously yeah. uh abiante but abiante was uh did you ever play it when it was uh indian ben wash no oh trash it yeah, was awful they sure. did the right thing by blowing that thing up and doing it yeah, yeah. it was awful you uh, know the place that um we haven't mentioned i've never played either of them is um desert rich the faldo and the neither have i the palmer yeah okay. i haven't so played I'm, either I'm, one of them not be that fantastic yeah I don't know. Yeah. I, well, they hold the ladies event there. Yeah, they do. I've never yeah. played there either. Yeah, they do nine and nine, right? Nine off of one course yeah. and nine on the other. Correct. Just like they yeah. would do at uh, True North, <laughs> play nine yeah. and nine to make it a fabulous <laughs> golf course. <laughs> All right, so you're coming out here, and maybe you're going to rent some sticks, and you're just going to go play some local golf because you haven't seen green grass in months. Where are we going to? GCU? The way on the under the – the under the hundred bucks or maybe a oh. hundred and fifty bucks yeah, is that, probably opinion, at that time. Best, yeah. The best deal out don't here. Don't even say Desert Canyon, you turd. No, I was, oh, okay. was saying five hundred club. Ooh. What is yeah, that? Really? I like that's a I like that's that a pick, good actually. that's a good one. I, like I wouldn't have like a heck a lot. You're right up against the mountain. There's a bunch of cool holes out there. Yep. Very, I like that pick. You know, if, if, if you haven't swung a club in three months. You're not going to lose many golf balls out there. Yeah, I agree. That's it's great it's a good course to, to still manage you know, to lose six balls. Yeah. Um, who's the designer of that one, Peter? Uh, Brian Whitcomb. 
Brian Whitcomb. Do you know the story behind that whole place? Uh, I'm not sure. The whole reason why it's called the 500 Club? No, I don't. The owner of that was in the Indy 500. Uh, I don't believe he won it. I've heard he won it. I don't believe he did. He was just in it. Uh, that's why they that's why they call victory you know the softball complex next door to it's called victory lanes then they then they also have the go-kart racing that's right there like the real dudes that go-kart race like the 13 year olds that are going to become your next denny hamlin uh (laughs) denny hamlin what a weird well that shows the fact that i was a fucking race car fan at one point uh gcu i'd throw into that mix for sure yeah. Pound yep. for pound, one of the best ones. And I don't think it fits there anymore uh, into that price range because they're a little bit more. Is Papa Go? What about Aguila, man? Aguila great is a great city golf course. A great city golf course. I had a lot of fun playing Aguila. Yeah. yeah. Aguila, yeah. When we played down there last, I, I enjoyed it a lot there. Yeah. You know, that was like, great. You've heard me before. I'm a big uh, no homes kind of guy. Yeah. Like any, you know, Papa Go, Aguila, when you're out just in the nature enjoying, enjoying golf, those are. You know, those get a couple points above. Uh, I'd rather play that than one that's surrounded by homes all the time. Yeah, and then you can also throw in the fact, you know, and it comes to the demographic of the area, but you're in Phoenix, baby. You know, you're in old Phoenix. Well, you're in even. cool part of Tempe with uh, Papago, but you're in the neighborhood of the old parts of Phoenix. What about the Raven? Uh, the Raven's going to be in that range of 200 two or more yeah. but the raven i asked i told dave to play there if he could i think they were looking into playing legacy um as well but they're probably going to be right at that well talking with sachin yesterday they'll be at that 200 range easy yeah, yeah those are both two good golf courses i guess uh yeah, Whirlwind's probably Butte? way more expensive. It's tough to pick these what cheap ones. What about Butte for our boy yeah. Jimmy Kim? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Cruz. Jimmy Kimmel. Did you <laughs> just call Jimmy? Go. Oh, okay, Jimmy Kennedy. Boss. I gotcha. Jimmy Cruz yeah, down no, there at Butte. Not a bad track. By far the most affordable ones, the 500 Club. I, I wonder yeah. what the rack rate is during week. Uh, I always thought it was. It's right around what we are at the Canyon. Yeah. It's always in that you know. I guess 85 and then at these times it starts to jump up, but they better be a hundred bucks now. You know, if they're not, they're missing out because the place is packed all the time. Yeah. And sometimes these places, you know, they, they don't go with that supply and demand. They're so afraid to piss off their regulars instead of grabbing everybody else. Hey, maybe you might get a new regular that's regularly wants to pay $125. Uh, Screw screw the regular that only wants to pay 65. That's my place right now. They're trying to, not price out because the, the more we charge for a public rate, the more it is for the resident rate. You know, it kind of goes up at the same time. And they're trying not to max out our public rate because they don't want to piss off the residents. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of tough shit, man. You know, <laughs> exactly. a Toyota Tacoma used to cost $25,000, you know, and now it doesn't because they're all over the fucking roads out here. Yeah. Crazy shit. Um, what else did I want to ask you? Shit. Uh, are you playing golf next week? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I am. You know where I'm going? No. I'm on staff, so I'm going to hit the stealth tailor made driver. Oh, you're going to go to the. Yeah. Like a fitting bay? Hell yeah, fool. DC, DC Ranch. I'm on staff, dude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, so 
Martinez says to me, you know, two weeks, three weeks ago, he says, hey, I'm going to go hit the uh, new TaylorMade driver. And I was like, for what? I was like, why? I want to go. And he's like, well, I'll put you on the list. So he opens it up. And then he realizes that we had put on uh, Lori that works there. And she kind of takes care of all of our tournaments and the ladies day. And she plays in the ladies day. And she kind of, she's next in line as far as like when real shit needs to be taken care of. Um, so she's going to go and he opens up the list to put me on it. He goes, Ooh, they already took Lori off. So it must be only one per club. He goes, but I'll sign you up. And if, uh, you know, it gets to that point, then you're going, he goes, you play way more golf than me. And you got this little pigeon podcast that you can pump the wheels off. And I said, Hey, I want to hold on one of these guys. So yes, give me that. So I got the confirmation today. I'm going to go see if I can swing the stealth. And I'll, give, you, and I'll at, give you a full review next time. Fitting bay at uh, DC Ranch or something? Uh, yeah, it's out probably on the range doing that. Yeah. Uh, Frankie's drinking beers. Get, yeah. beer? Frankie, you want to review this beer? You drinking something there, Peter? Uh, just a little uh, uh, bourbon. Nice. What do you got? Bullet. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Dan opened up the show with probably one of the worst beers that we've had yet. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't a double bogey max. No, it wasn't double bogey max, but it was it definitely I don't even think we even scored here's, it. I think it's it's, it's a, bogey. a bogey. It's Peter, a here's bogey. Here's the thing, Peter, we're always doing the same IPA, IPA. So I bought this a golden lager. It's called a a peanut butter and honey golden ale, not lager. So I was like, "Oh, let's mix it up." It tastes like peanut butter and honey. It's far too sweet for me. Yeah, it's not very it's, good. I will need to drink it i poured out the last third of it but But, if you like peanut butter and honey you're gonna love that because that's exactly what it tastes like but we got going right now the barrier brewing company it's the uh deadly combination with citra and enigma and i'd imagine that's two different hops i'm not much of into that shit but if you look um, inside 7.5 percent two hop rotating ipa series it's a new england style brewed with lactose Oh, uh-oh. Brewed with lactose. That means I'm going to poopy pants after this. Uh, seven point, it's a good beer. I don't think Dude, it's, it's a burn. It's a par a beer. Me. That's a good fucking beer. Yeah, really I think good. it's a good par. The label's excellent. It's mm-hmm. two hops that are skulls. You see how the label's wrapped around an old can? Yeah. I love that. That is, oh, I get that. Recycle. Very good. Everybody recycles, so they got the logo wrapped around an old recycled can of another beer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very cool can. Good beer, I think. Very it sells beer. to Oceanside. the green people. Oceanside. <laughs> From Oceanside, California. Oh, Oceanside, New York. New York. Oceanside, New York? Yep. New England style IPA. Very good. Worth another Yeah, show. weird how New York's close to the ocean, huh, Peter? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I, I don't, I've never heard of that town, Oceanside, New York. <laughs> So there must not be any good golf courses there. <laughs> no, there must not be. <laughs> All right, man. Enjoy the uh, two weeks of warm weather. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I'll talk to All right, you. Later, guys. All right, later. later, Peter. Bye. Thanks, man. But I just want to thank Southwest Turf Support as being the primary sponsor of the from the Jingweeds podcast. Now, Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. Southwest Turf Support is based out of Phoenix, Arizona. They also cover New Mexico, Las Vegas, and Southern California. Some of the product lines that they cover is Florentine, Grow Power. They just picked up Turf Mend. They also distribute Guru Turf Colorants, which makes Desert Canyon green as shit. They also cover Ninja Tines, JRM, 
Incorporated and also Par West Turf Service products. If you do have any questions or interest, please reach out to www.swturfsupport.com. On that website, you can find a full lineup of all their products and also you can find their sales reps and find out which one you're going to call within your area. Once again, I just want to thank having you guys on board, www.swturfsupport.com. Thank you. Mention that you heard them on the Jing Weeds. Later. Stay pissed. Nice job, Peter. 500 Club from the moon. That's a great And I don't know why. I don't ever miss that hack. I love no. that hack. And it's, it's so funny because we always laugh about it, that it's the day in June that is... 2,000 degrees. Every time it's been over yep. 115 degrees. Every single Every time. Every single but time. I seem to make that one. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Like that one. Yep. Uh, there goes the there goes our recycle bin right now. So on, on Tuesday, we had uh, our Cactus and Pine long-range meeting for uh, the rest of the year. And we're trying, the board got together, sat up at Desert Highlands, which was... Interesting for me, driving into that place. Yeah. Uh, it was surreal. F- guy, security guard, dude that worked there when I was there. I wheel in there and I start walking in. To the Did he recognize end. you? Uh, no, no. Yeah. And I didn't even want to play the small talk. It, I mean, at that time, 7 o'clock in the morning, getting through that gate with all the construction and landscapers yeah. and shit, it's just, you don't want to stop that line. So, and uh, what was I going to say? Hey, remember me? Yeah. Remember me? Hey, man, I, I do remember you. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think if it was one of the girls, it probably would have been a longer conversation just because they were there longer and they, I don't know, more chatty Kathy than yeah. this particular guy. He's a good dude, but whatever. Wheel up in there, uh, walk inside into the clubhouse, and we're going into, like, the restaurant area. And the woman that greets me there is one of the ladies that's been a server there forever. And I was like, Mary? She's like, yeah. She's like, hey, I remember you. You know, she's like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I'm here for the Cags and Pine meeting. I said, you've been here forever. She goes, since the uh, covered wagons. (laughs) (laughs) Next woman I run into, uh, it's just like, Jesus Christ. The first first three people I run into worked there when I was there. Uh, They redid the joint uh, a couple years. Well, actually just finished up the main Ventana room. And I don't even know what it's called now. But the bar, it used to be so weird. It was like an M.C. Escher painting. It's a Frank Lloyd Wright design, just like everything up there that has to be. So what that basically means is you're in a maze. Uh, Oh, yeah, dude. And now they've blown it all open since I left there in 2012. They were just beginning the whole renovation on the clubhouse. And they were going to kind of open it up in... Give it that younger feel, you know, an open bar, wide open. Let's get rid of the sport coat and tie at dinner, mandatory place, uh, which I think they've gotten rid of the mandatory part of that. Uh, The new little bar when I was leaving there, that was going to be made so you could wear a collared shirt and jeans. Had to be your nice jeans, your going outs, you know. Uh, So they've changed the whole atmosphere, but they uh, built Jack's place. And that's like the bar and happy hour spot. I'm sure you can eat there and whatever. Just way more casual. But they brought in Jack. He approved it all. Uh, did his own signature for the logo. Uh, they got a Jack's IPA. Believe me, I looked at it. I was like, hey, I need, you know, I yeah. said, hey, we got to get one of those so I can review that thing. You yeah. know? Uh, and then the, in the Vantana room, which was wild. It's going to sound awesome over a podcast, but 
The place was a dungeon, and it was their formal dining room. And that thing is all blown out. Bright paint. What bright paint does to a, a whole place changes it. You know, they got rid of this. You know, they opened up the wall, and they put this big giant glass. And so you're sitting at the bar, staring at like a mini version of Pinnacle Peak, but it's really the rock. It's where they start the fountain for the moat that goes down into like the pool area. Uh, but it's just this whole rock formation, which the whole clubhouse is like built on, in, and around. They finally opened it up so you can see it. And it's fucking awesome. How cool awesome. is that halfway house there that's built like half of it's oh, a yeah. rock? Half of it's into the, yeah, Isn't it's all built insane? into the rock. It's awesome. So we did get to go uh, and look at the practice area that's all zoysia grass after we had done all the meeting. And we had only kind of heard the hearsay through a few guys that have gone up there and looked at it to see it. Good to see it with my own eyes. And uh, after what I saw, if just from that, now it was planted in Ju- July um, and not overseeded, obviously. He is filling divots with a chewing fescue that hopefully will just, once the heat comes, boom, gone. Um, it had been recovering till... I think he said maybe about three weeks ago. Uh, then once they really got their hard, cold snap, sprayed it with paint a couple times. For my personal feeling, I would go heavier on the paint, but I know it's all a trial and error. Um, right now they're watering it, uh, well, up until about, no, I think still now, it's a third of what the ryegrass is taking. Uh, they still do mow a little bit of clipping off of it. Uh, plus you're really going up there and kind of mowing and getting rid of the divots and the scuffs yeah, right. from everybody's clubs and everything and all that shit. Today, what I saw, that's coming. I don't know there. I don't know where it's going to come. Someone's going to put a complete Zoysia golf course in up here. That's what I would say looking at it. It looked awesome. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, the areas... That were like sodded, you know, he kind of pointed out some areas, you know, over here we did, you know, right before we overseeded and it's on this hillside that faces, you know, north and it's underneath these trees and he's, well, that area right there was sodded last and we ran out of it. So we had to pull off a little off the nursery and we stuck it over there and it's got seams in it. You know, it never really yeah. grew together. He goes, but he, look at this. He said, two weeks after we laid this, there was no seams and it was just so tight so tight so good firm uh that's why i'd say he said there's a little bit of take all patch that happens so you gotta spray for that uh that golf course non-overseeded this time of year bent grass greens which are going to happen uh yikes it'd be unreal but what a what a track. It's like kind of like Desert Forest when they don't oversee, you know, they didn't yeah. oversee forever. And that place is tough as shit. When we played in the summertime, I couldn't imagine playing it non-overseeded. Yeah. It's seven iron, seven iron, seven, and just let it roll. <laughs> yeah, just right. let it roll, you know. <laughs> um, but it's, it was very interesting. But I would say today my vote is that's coming within the next five years. Someone's doing that. Uh, and it's going to be cool to see because – Maybe have to be everybody if the seed prices keep going up. Right, and that's all of this is all 
the reason why they're thinking of doing it is because they can save. They don't have to close. Yeah. Um, save on the water um, is obviously going to be a savings. Uh, the water change apparently isn't much different in the summertime. You know, you still run in a bunch of water, but who knows? After it matures, and it's a good root system. Will it? Who knows? You know, I think it's the a lot of these, you know, summer grasses, you can water it all you want. I mean, it's hard to really overwater that shit because it'll drink everything you give. But it, you can really cut back a lot on some of it. It's what you, what's your threshold of your membership looking at it? What's the playability of it? You know, because Bermuda, when you stop, it's not going to die. It just kind of fizzles out, goes a little brown. It really gets kind of patchy because that area is drier than the six inches right next to it. And that's just like a soil problem. So it gets at that like leopardy look as it starts to dry out. You got to make it green. So you got to fucking turn the water on, you know, it's. But that for me comes way towards the end of the summer after I spent all summer trying to water the piss out of it and get it going. Right. So two weeks before I overseed, that's what it looks like. Awesome golf course, you know, firm, fast, yeah. drying out. It's good. Now let's fuck it and seed it. So we're going to get away from, you know, I think that's the, it's the right choice to try it. What is the drawback of or what's failure at that place, you know, at a club like that? It goes ahead and says, yes, everybody buys into it because, you know, it's superintendents now issue. Yep. You asked us to do this. You told us everything about it, even though you told us all the issues you're not quite sure of. But we've got to try something. You do it. So minus you not probably taking care of it after this or what you're not going to get past the regrassing or so what is it and who knows where is that threshold where it's like that's it it's done you know and that's the that's what they're trying to learn in such this little time and that's again i'll say today today it will be done see how it comes out of this see what happens in the summertime if you're talking about today it's going to be done Eight years down the road, there's going to be another variety that's going to stay greener longer. It'll be better. Right. right. Uh, the I forget which style it is. Um, and then there's an, a, I know the newest is like the stadium. Uh, and they were building it for a college uh, football game. I believe they brought in Zoysia for a college game. And it didn't. And they called it stadium because it was going in the stadium. I believe it was bringing it into Jerry's world on top of the field. I believe. And it didn't work out as well as they thought. And there's something along those lines. Yeah. I might have to cut that pot, but no, I might leave. Fuck it. I'm leaving it. I say I'm going to cut that shit too much and I don't cut <laughs> shit. So I ain't cutting shit. I want somebody to challenge me and call me a ding dong and tell me that I'm wrong and tell, point it out. And I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody that I was wrong. Fuck it. Uh, so, that's my point about the Zoysia. It was very good. The long range meeting was really good. A lot of good ideas, I think. Um, I like the group we have. Uh, there was a, a good buzz. So in all my years that I've been on the board, this was the most engaged the entire group has ever been at one of these meetings. So to me right there, that says 
whether we follow through or it's good year, bad year, everybody's good with what we did, you know, as far as our education seminars and our golf outings and things like that, we won't know until we change. So we're trying to change. So upcoming this year, we're going to do two solid education only events. Then we're going to do two only golf events. Then we're going to do two hybrid and the hybrid would be maybe a quick speaker for hour, hour and a half, you know, those will get us minimal points. The right. education only seminars will be able to get us GCSA points. The goal is, or the drive for these, get all your points, get three of your, at least three of your OPM, which is our office of pest management or department of ag, you know, for our spray licenses, get those taken care of in two meetings rather than kind of a whole day of, I got to get up at seven, maybe swing by the golf course, get to my seminar by eight, sit there, borderline fall asleep, shove my face full of pasta and meatballs on 104 degrees, a shitty salad with a ranch dressing, you know, overload, and then go play golf until for a lot, I mean, for me, it's easy because no kids, you know, I got this ding dong, but she can sit in a crate every so often or the wife will throw her in there when she has to go to work. So she's not alone out there. But you, you can't spend that whole day away because it's six, seven o'clock by the yeah. time we get home from some of these things. Then you're going to wake back up and go do it again. So it keeps people away. So that's why we're going to kind of split this up. We're going to, we're driving for a Tucson event for golf only. Uh, that I think will be in somewhere in June. Uh, and. We tried it with the podcast. We're going to try it with Cactus and Pine, minus the podcast. Maybe it'll sneak in there. Who knows? But uh, Suds and Supers is coming to fucking Cactus and Pine. We are going to do just happy hours. Yeah. And we'll turn them in. Let's do it for two hours. Um, We had... So much work gets done in a happy hour. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's kind of how we're going to do this. And it's... um, And you know how many things that you meet. It's just the networking. You meet some dudes... Next thing you're looking forward to going there again, uh, and we'll have maybe some vendors sponsor it. And at the end of the table is Gabe Towers from Wilbur Ellis. He goes, I got the first one. <laughs> I got the first one. Uh, so it's kind of my job now, I guess, to <laughs> find the breweries. And we'll go to Simple Machine. We'll go to Front Porch. I'll call the guys at Four Peaks. Yeah. You know, We'll head to Oso. We'll get into the corner of Queen Creek if we need to. You know, let's let's just move it around once a month. Who knows? Maybe there'll be guys that want to do it twice a month. Maybe it's once every two months. Who knows? But we'll get it out there. We'll obviously we're gonna that'll be talked about here because we got to talk about the beers we had at wherever we're going. Yeah, it's the only reason why I'm gonna be there, right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can talk grass over there. Let's yeah. let's cover these things. And uh, each time that we go, I'm probably gonna come in tow with all my material and see what happens. Yeah. You know, I have no problem with stomping down a door and see if I can get some content out of somebody. <laughs> Speaking of content, how was the soda machine driving down number one the other day? <laughs> what was that? That poor bastard. So how'd he get out? Uh so let me. So the Coke machine. I have one in my shop. The Coke guy comes, and he's got to get to my shop, which is kind of a pain in the ass. You know, yeah. it's a driveway that cuts in between number one and number eighteen that you follow along till you hit the shop. Well, it's a frost delay and soda truck, big Coke sign, billboard goes driving down number one's car path. And it's a windy tee box. 
you know, I got a picture up on Twitter <laughs> of this thing, or it might even be the video of this guy stuck on the corner. And one of the guys on the crew calls me. He's like, hey, he's like, you got to come to number one T. He's like, the Coke machine guy is taking the Coke truck down number one's car path. I said, wait, what? He's like, just get to number one. He's like, you're not going to believe this. So I go flying down there, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's stuck on the corner, about to take out a bunch of agaves, a bunch of sprinkler heads that are on the edge of the tee box. So I run up the next to the truck. I stop. I said, what the fuck are you doing? And this poor kid kicks open the door, young, really young, CDL license probably last weekend uh, at a seminar. No, I probably never even took the test. And he's like, am I ghost white am i going the right direction i'm like no you fucking not going in the right direction he's like and he's holding this piece of paper this little packet of paper in his hand he's like well the map says that i am and i reach up and i say give me that fucking thing and i'm heated right i hold the thing in front of my face and i'm like you gotta be kidding me i said where the fuck did you get this he's like my boss drew it up for me I was like, well, your boss has obviously never been here. He is going in the exact highlighted drawing on the map oh, where somebody drew, wrote it in there, right down there to my shop. And I was like, all right, man. I was like, we're going to get this thing out of here. I was, yes, you did follow, but you know you're not even close. And I showed him like on the map where he needed to go. And he's like, oh, you know, like, now I get it. But... If you've never been there, you have yeah, no idea. I wouldn't know how to get to your shop. By so I said, chuck that thing in reverse. He backs up, and uh, we try going backwards back up the hill. That's not happening, right? So I said, all right. I said, get out of the truck. I said, here's the deal. I said, you're going to cut this corner. I said, you're going to crush those agave plants. Agaves are pieces of shit. Goodbye. Who cares? I said, but there's a valve box that I'm pretty sure that you cannot avoid at this point. I said, so when I say go and come towards me, you've got to go and just go over it. Do not stop on this thing, right? What's he do? Backs stop. up a couple times, fucking drives forward, and I'm waving at him, waving at him, waving at him, and he fucking stops right on it. And I'm like, no. And he opens up the door. What? I'm like, get the fuck off the valve box. I told you not to stop. Well, he gets over it, and he stops, and he comes outside. He wheel, jumps down, looks at the front of the truck. He looks at the poles, you know, because we got these poles. Because down this corner, there's a cliff, which a house yeah. is going into that area as we speak. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, every golf ball off the first tee. Every breakfast ball is going to smoke that house. <laughs> right. So we got these just as poles in there, metal, you know, whatever. He looks at it and they got some red paint on them. And he starts rubbing. I said, dude, I don't give a fuck about those. I said, we'll re if we have to remove those or you knock them over, who cares? We'll replant them. And he goes, walks over to the truck and kind of eyes bright as he looks at it because he can see the scuff marks on the front of the truck. And he starts rubbing that. And I said, I certainly don't give a fuck about that. I said, get the hell in the truck. I said, we got to get out of here because in 20 minutes, golf is coming. And I said, you're going to go down these two hills. I said, and it's going to be dicey. If you're fully loaded, because it's at 7, yeah. almost 8 o'clock in the morning. I said, because if you're fully loaded, I said, you better be able to stop, and you have to stay on the desert side because there's irrigation heads all along the car path. So he comes down and starts hitting the rocks in the desert, and it's kicking out rocks, and it's getting squirrely. I think he pretty much took his foot 
Well, no, not here. This is he slows, gets down to the flat area. I said, all right, you're going to go down this, and you, I don't care. You're going right because left is the golf course. Yeah. It's grass. So you're going right and onto the driveway that he's supposed to be driving up. I think he lifted off his foot and said, basically, like, fuck it. And whatever happens, happens. Comes <laughs> over the hills, bellies out on it, <laughs> on the next downhill, and just bounces down the hill, right, and cuts it and turns, misses the stop sign that's there, and then slams on the brakes once he flattens out and he hops out of it. And, I mean, the poor guy has, got to, has, has to have shit in his pants at this point. And uh, he's looking at me, and I said, you're all set. I said, you can sit here on this road here if you need to chill out for a minute and gra- gather yourself. I said, but drive down to the end, do a little three-point turn, head up this road, and you'll drive right into my shop. I think, and my guys drink a lot of soda. I think he was there for 15 minutes total. Like, just wheeled in, probably threw in three cans of soda and was like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm Get me out of here. But yeah, the poor kid followed all the rules, but holy shit. It was a disaster. Fun days at the canyon. I have the guard dog in the background really laying into somebody. That is all 26 pounds of a four and a half month old resmut. The old resmut. Got anything else you want to cover? Uh, Antonio Brown was fun to watch, huh? It's shocking that that blew up. There's obviously. I think that's how I think I'm going to end every round of golf now. I'm just going to rip off, of, rip off all my gear and do jumping jacks. Fairway. Just do jumping jacks across the 18 green and wave at everybody. And wave at everybody. Yeah, yeah, I can see that up at the canyon with you know everyone on the patio looking down <laughs> as I'm dancing, boobies bouncing, belly jiggling. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Golf season, PGA is kind of really, this is the kickoff. Yep. We're at Kapalua right now in Hawaii. Uh, a couple of folks from the True Network are out there raking bunkers. Uh, Kimberly Guard's out there, our Syngenta yep. rep, at least in the southwest here. She's out there raking bunkers. Bree, Bree, the bird lady out there soaking Tough in trip. the sun. Yeah, di- leaning on rakes, dancing. You better be promoting this podcast to everybody. Um, that place, yeah. Yep, very good. Very good. I mean, fuck. Look at that thing. It says that green. Yeah, Brooksy. I know. Brooksy in the lead. Johnny Rahm. Patrick Cantley right there. Patrick Cantley. Matsuyama. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Philly. Philly Mickelson. This is his first event ever over here, right? Is it really? I don't know. Here he goes. Threw it off the deck right here. Pounding it. Look at that fucking place. I could go off there. Think you'd find your ball when you rip it? Left over there? Nope. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Kelly made it pretty. Fuck. Well, look at that. Golf season's kicked off. We're full on to 2020. I venture, I challenge anybody tomorrow when you listen to this, because I know you've already said it twice, 400 times probably. Challenge yourself to not mention the word that begins with a C that's killing everybody allegedly everywhere around the world. It's fun to do. I guarantee you can't do it. With that, stay pissed, everybody. Later. See you guys. Later.